please remember the views and opinions expressed by this show or any other show on DV Radio and its guests are strictly those of said individuals and do not reflect those of the DV Radio staff nor the staff of dysfunctional veterans. So you've had cold water shot up your ass? You don't know nothing. You don't know living, buddy. After that phone call, I was just thinking you're a few fries short of a happy meal. You got to stay in to get it in. You got to pick a harder target. And she's back with food in her mouth. Hopefully that'll keep her busy. I really don't have anything. Look, how would you like to be related to some bona fide white people? Look, God dang it. All black people sound alike when they get excited. Shut up. <laughs> Family. I get it up faster than DV6 can. Then he lied to you. I thought it sucked. I pushed the button. You don't push the button. <laughs> <laughs> Don't forget, everybody, this is DVRadio.net, where we are the professional unprofessionals at the unprofessional by being the spot. No, this is the fucking news. You're tuned in to WDVR on DVRadio.net. That is how it is right here on WDVR, DVRadio.net. It's very so live. You're listening to us on podcast. As always, that's how fucking podcasts work. You, you can't hear us live. It's it's recorded from something live like this because that's how fucking podcasts work. Anyway, it's August 28, 2021. I'm Boulderwood. We've got Oink and Whoop. the woman, the myth, the legend herself, Betsy fucking Ross is in the house somewhere. <laughs> As I run from my kids. Oh my god, that was great. <laughs> Until they find you again. Oh yeah, god. pretty much. I didn't expect that at all. <laughs> surprise. Surprise, surprise, surprise. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> anyway, um, we're supposed to have Google in here at some point. Um, we're trying to stray away from politics, but Google will be in here, and that means Betsy will leave, and I may leave because that means we'll both go renting. Um, <laughs> uh, she hasn't given us really any updates as far as Storm is concerned other than um, he is doing better, uh, and that's basically it. Uh, if she won't, if she has more to tell us, I'm sure she'll uh, tell you all uh, whenever she decides to drop by. Um, let's see. Oh, uh, no, that's that was last week. <laughs> <laughs> Leave me alone. It's been a long week. <laughs> this week's been a long year already. Yes, yes, it has. <laughs> Yes. Somebody just went, what the fuck? Um, yeah, you heard me right. <laughs> so, Betsy, it's been quite a while. What are you up to? Oh, God, where did it begin? What's she not up to? Also, also, <laughs> right, I don't, exactly. Also, I don't know where the Julia Child thing came from. It just happened. <laughs> <laughs> no judgment right. um i've been in school working kids cows life so much <laughs> life and then pretty much avoiding uh social media so if you have tried to follow me on instagram or twitter or even facebook i i don't know i've been all over the place 
I've been everywhere. Of course, with all the negativity man. and social. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, with every pretty much everyone, what everyone's talking about. And of course, I work in the hospital, so you know, COVID, everything, this and that. Mm-hmm. It's well, it's not pretty right now. Yeah, very understandable. And I think yeah. most. I think so most. It's, go ahead. Yeah, it's making writing hard. Oh yeah. <laughs> right there with you. I'm still on page like 51 yeah. of Tortured Angel. So, um, <laughs> I got it, no talent, so it doesn't yeah. matter to me. Uh. <laughs> this guy. This guy. This guy. Yeah, yeah without getting I can all read some shit, but you know, that's about it. <laughs> yeah, without getting all political and all, yeah, we do know what's going on. We do have our opinions, obviously. Um, and I know a lot of people probably want us to discuss that and this, that, and the other. But at the end of the day, you have 7 billion people on the planet. And half of those people have opinions on what's happening. If you want to listen to their podcast or whatever, go listen to it. Uh, you probably know what most of us are going to say. Um, I, I, yeah, that's about it as far as opinions go on what's happening. Um, for those of you struggling, as always, there's ObjectiveZero.org where you can get Objective Zero app on your mobile device. If you don't have a mobile device, you can go to the website and use it from there. It's completely anonymous if you want it to be. You can pick who you want to talk to at any time of the day or night um, from whatever branch, you name it. They're there completely, completely free. Uh, we also have a Discord. DV Radio has a Discord. Uh, you can go join that, and I'm sure people will love to discuss whatever there. Uh, there's just there's a ass load of places you can talk in the channels on the Discord. Trust me, I made sure of that. <laughs> I had to check them all. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> there is a topical discussion channel for everything, and then some. Um, there's so many resources you all can reach out to. Uh, if you don't want to, if you don't feel comfortable reaching out to a new resource, uh, reach out to one of us and, and we'll try to talk to you if we can, if, if, you know, life allows it, <laughs> um, cause we do have a lot of shit going on as well, but we will make time to talk to you cause we give a shit. Um, oink Betsy, any other resources you guys want to put out there for them to look into if they haven't or. Like you said, uh, Objective Zero is my go-to, but uh, I've also referred people to Battle in Distress, mm -hmm. uh, 22 Until None. I mean, like you said, there's just a list of, of resources out there if you really look hard enough. And if you don't want to look hard enough, like I said, Objective Zero app has the uh, resources tab at the bottom of the phone, if I'm not mistaken, right. where you can actually see the different resources for different topics. You know, you may not need to talk to somebody, but you're having some uh, financial issues or something mm -hmm. or, you know, housing issues or whatever the case may be. So there's... There's a good, I mean, like I said, a lot of good resources out there, and it's on that uh, app or their website. And Betsy? Um, I know one is uh, the Patriots Project. They're starting up, and I know they helped me when I was in need, and um, they're really good down-to-earth people as well. Uh, they also have a podcast, I think mainly it's on Facebook, but I'm not sure exactly all their links. But you can definitely look them up and um, see what they're doing nowadays. They've been doing a lot of good stuff. And like I said, they help me and my family. So um, I can definitely vouch for them. 
And that's the Patriot Project, correct? Say the People's Patriot Project. I'm sorry. Oh, the People's Patriot Project. <laughs> okay. And that's on. Oh, there it is. I got it. I'll send it to Oink. That way he can send it in chat and then we'll put it in the podcast as well. Because I hadn't heard of that. Actually, Perfect. actually, I think I've seen you share something of them, of theirs. Them, theirs, yes. whatever. Yes. Uh, a while ago. Now that <laughs> I think of it. Yes. Okay. Because I remember yes. the the green, the green neon shield that looks very toxic. <laughs> yeah. Because yes. I see, because I seen that, and I had like a Matrix flashback. Um. <laughs> no, but they glad to see that you see my posts. <laughs> well, it's funny because, and, and you and I have talked about this, and I talked to Oink about it too. But I don't really follow anybody as far as getting notifications. But out of nowhere, I'll get a Betsy Ross posted. Betsy Ross commented on blank and blanks, and I'm like. Why are you telling me this? Like, okay. <laughs> They're listening. <laughs> right? I'm like, what in the hell? Like the other day I got one from Joaquin Watai commented on Marquis Davis's post. And I'm like, okay. Like, <laughs> what does this have to do with me? I haven't seen this post ever in my entire life. And you're telling me about it. Like, okay. Um, but yeah, I, I do remember seeing at least one post of theirs. So, yeah, go check out the People's Patriot Project. <laughs> God, that's a mouth, mouthful. <laughs> at least it's not as bad as... What's the fucking name one? <laughs> Which one? <laughs> Purple Heart Homes? There you go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can, I can do the woodchuck thing, but I cannot say that. <laughs> Go figure. <laughs> and I did get my, uh, what's that? What'd you say, Betsy? I was just, just making an attempt at saying it. Oh. <laughs> Every time I do it, I sound like a two-year-old learning to speak. I'm like, Purple Hot Homes. Purple Hot Homes. <laughs> <laughs> I did get uh, my order from Jason and Southern Vet Sweets this week, and we got a shit ton of brown sugar bourbon cookies, <laughs> um, his chocolate chip cookies, and uh, I forgot which nuts that we had ordered, uh, but we got a couple of bags of those, and I, my mom's not said anything about those yet. But the cookies, A1, A1. Now, we had a discussion during the pre-show about his cookies. <laughs> <laughs> because my mom loved them, I loved them. Betsy liked them, but she could really taste the bourbon in them. And I was like, I really couldn't taste it until I was almost finished chewing up my bite. So we have a, what would you call it? A hypothesis on why that is and it mine is it's probably depending on the run of bourbon that he got for that particular batch i could be wrong but i'm willing to bet that's what it is because for whatever reason when you drain off 
any type of alcohol, each batch loses so much alcohol, flavor, acidity, like all that. Like every every batch that comes off of that batch. So that's that's my uh Especially when you're making them in bulk, like you said, you know. Yep. Some cookies are probably gonna be a little stronger than others, and other ones are gonna be a little weak, but they're still damn good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 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 <laughs> I'm looking at them right now. I thought about eating some, but then I was like, nope, nope. <laughs> and and just for those that are weary, you can't get drunk off of them. It's just jokes. Calm no. down. <laughs> I didn't get drunk, but I gained 50 pounds. <laughs> <laughs> I'm suing at Southern Bat Sweets. <laughs> oh, Lord. What's the caution tag on it? What is the warning label? <laughs> <laughs> if it wouldn't hurt his business, I'd tell him to make like some joke labels like that. He's so especially shitty. if he knows who he's sending them to. That'd be that'd be awesome. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> and now the other day, I went to go look at his website, and it was down. I don't know. I'm trying to bring it up now. It's still I, down. So I'm guessing yep. he's got a big order. I when I seen it the last post I think he put up he said it was only be up for another couple hours. Okay. The one post that I did see so you know that was yesterday or the day before so yeah he had to shut it down again I think. Yeah and to my knowledge it doesn't take him an awfully long time to get out his big orders if you are wanting uh to get something. But if you are under a time crunch and you need to get some hit him up on his Facebook page. Be very nice. Don't be a dick or I will don't be addicted. Free shit. Yeah. Um, don't he had that discussion shit. last week. Yeah. Lord, no. That. Yeah. That's that's the one you missed, Betsy. That's the discussion you missed. Uh oh. Yeah, I asked him uh, with like five minutes to go if he had any last words, and we ended up doing a two-hour show. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not joking. It happened. <laughs> I wasn't going to stop him. He was making very valid points and i just i'll let him roll <laughs> nice and and that's sort of why i named the show why i did because first off i did not see that coming and second off i had to do a play on words and be like we did not see that coming because he's a nut man <laughs> oh my god <laughs> and then i thought about it yeah then i thought about it after i published it and i was like i couldn't have made the worst play on words with the title of a podcast in my entire life if I even tried again. Because <laughs> I had two sexual jokes and a play on words all in one title. <laughs> like, Perfect. Right? Like, <laughs> and, and I hadn't been asleep in quite a few hours. So, <laughs> so yeah, I hope, I hope the podcast isn't too messed up if you've listened to it so far. Um, here's peas in the chat room. Um, let's see. We've got somebody in the Salt Lake City area and our German friend was listening to us for over two and a half hours. They must've restarted because now it's at 20 minutes. <laughs> Click the refresh Aww. button. Right. Lost, yeah. <laughs> Lost connection. <laughs> Thank you guys for tuning in live. We do appreciate it. If you'd like, please share it. It's free to share. It doesn't cost you anything. And it helps us 
reach more people, new people. Um, so I asked people to tell us what to talk about during the show. Um, one of them was from Discord, and it was Nogs, and he asked, if you hadn't joined the military, what would you be doing today? And I think that's a good discussion to start. Mm. Who wants to go first? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know what I'd be doing because the small town where that came from, it was all farming community, and we had like a McDonald's, and that's where I was working at before I, you know, joined the military mm-hmm. during high school. And yeah, they wanted to make me a manager trainee, and I said, "Oh yeah, sure." You know, you know, I was already MEPS and was going <laughs> going into the Air Force. I already knew that, but I mean, man, if I I don't know to be honest with you because I really had no plans of going to college. Um, I really didn't have a backup plan besides the military. To be totally honest with you guys, <laughs> I was looking to get the fuck out of Dodge. That's all I know. Right, understandable. Betsy, that's really hard to say. I was in school, but once I decided to join the army, I didn't see anything past that. So kind of like, oink, I was. I was just already set on the military. So what I was doing, what was my backup plan? I had no idea. But to be honest, I probably would have just gone on. I don't know. Because my associate's degree at the time was geology. So it's like, I don't know if I would have continued with that or pretty much just been doing small jobs. Because I oh. wouldn't have joined the medical field. I didn't decide that until after the army. So how far in, I don't know where I would be. How far into geology did you get? I was two years in. Oh, I had gotten my associate's degree. So that is pretty far in for so geology, isn't it? I made it? sure to. Well, I could have gone on for my bachelor's, but I'm not sure what I would have done as a backup. I wouldn't have had my family. I would probably still be in the same area, which I still am now. Technically, I came back <laughs> to it. So I don't know what I would have done if I didn't. It's, it's, it's I funny for me, too. I mean. I think all three of us come from not so rich backgrounds <laughs> and I'm so poor. I couldn't afford to pay attention. Yeah. Man. Come on. <laughs> right. Um, and my biology te- teacher really wanted me to do something in, in science. And I was really big on CSI, which I still am. I, I absolutely love it. Um, and she was even ready to write me a referral for college and, um, uh, what do you call it? Um, what's it called when you're a student, but you go to the workplace? Oh, internship. Uh, internship. Yeah. Internship. Um, yeah. And uh, so there was that. And the other two things, there's there's three, believe it or not. Uh, the other two things, uh, culinary, which that's what I've done in the military. <laughs> And that's basically what I've done my entire adult life as far as when I was able to have a job. That's all I've done was culinary. And I was going to go to college for that. But thank you, Iraq and Crohn's. Um, And then um, being a mechanic, that that probably would have been the most likely thing I would have done. Um, Just because I couldn't have ever afforded to go to college to do anything as far as CSI is concerned, even at our community college, it wouldn't have there. It, it, it would have been a start, but it would have been like a year and a half, two years. And then what? 
so. got to come up with all that money to go to a real college. Uh, and I'm sure back then I could have finessed my way into something, but at the same time, would it have been worth it? But I'd probably at the end of the day went with mechanic cause Oh my God, that's all I was around growing up. Um, garage. Now, as you mentioned that, yeah, that, that kind of, I mean, we took shop class in high school, obviously. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we noticed how much shit was changing as far as, you know, working on a 1972 Camaro versus, you know, a 1985 fucking Trans Am where, you know, they keep adding more and more fucking electronics. So, yeah, I, I know for a fact that if if that would have been a line of choice, you would definitely have to get some kind of either trade school or, you know, to get your certifications, mm-hmm. ASE, you know, to be certified in that shit. Because I know I talked to a family friend of ours back there who was a mechanic on farm uh, implement, you know, equipment. And I was telling him what I did in the Air Force. And I said, yeah, we work on these uh, big ass generators and stuff that, you know, we got to use an oscilloscope. And he goes, I use that every day I'm like, on a tractor. And he goes, yeah, on the combines. I was like, holy shit, talk about technology. <laughs> yeah. I mean, just to fix the shit, you know, too. So that that's wow. Yeah. I uh, Most of my childhood was in garages, junkyards, under a car, like literally. I don't. I don't remember too many times that I wasn't tinkering on something, whether it was a car or something that I wanted to see how it worked. Like I was that kid. I'd take something apart, (laughs) see how it works and hopefully put it back together correctly, which nine (laughs) times out of 10 I did. Um, I may have worked my way into modeling like I am now. uh, But the chances of that is really slim because talking g-string modeling or i'm just kidding no no i'm talking uh (laughs) small scale and and, and stuff like that because it's not that it's come on i know people want to see bow and a thong come on yeah right it's not that it's expensive or anything because you can definitely do it on a budget um it's finding the time and all and if if you're a mechanic or any of those other things I named off, you're never going to have the time unless you, you know, you take a vacation or something like that. And living where I do and only seeing the place that I live, anybody that has that amount of money is not working. They're, they're living in a high on the hill. <laughs> like, uh, think of your monarch days when you had the castle on the hill and then you had all the peasants at the bottom. We're the peasants at the bottom in Mount Airy. <laughs> That's basically what it is. Uh, Google got in here earlier. Are you able to talk? Are you busy? Or still chewing your 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 supper? (laughs) (laughs) She's still muted, so I'm going to presume that she's not able to talk right now. Um, let's see. Over on the post on Facebook, I don't know. This one, I don't know, because I think the way it's worded, it it could go a a lot of different ways. What was the dumbest punishment you ever witnessed? Uh, They once saw a private sweep the yard in the sandbox. Counting grass blades is too common. They put BTY, but I'm guessing they meant BTW, which is, by the way. What's the dumbest punishment you two ever witnessed? And it doesn't have to be military, in my opinion. It can be anything. I don't get that luxury, unfortunately. (laughs) 
Well, see, that's the thing. <laughs> all my, all the dumb punishments I witnessed were either in basic or AIT. We didn't have dumb punishments when it got to units. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. When I got to my unit, they picked up cigarette butts, but that was it. Yeah, I mean... That I've witnessed. I mean, I can... I guess it's a stretch to say that this is a punishment, but when you have a new soldier come and and you tell them to, like, go find the egg stretcher or board stretcher (laughs) or get a a chemical test from the exhaust, like... We need some jet wash. We got to test that shit. Yeah. <laughs> Go take re- trash bag. Get it behind the jet while it's running. Yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> I remember specifically when I was in Iraq, this new soldier came onto the cot to replace somebody else. <laughs> and one of the mechanics, I don't know which one it was, but I know they told this kid to get a trash bag and go get a chemical test from all the backlot vehicles out of the exhaust. <laughs> So this kid is is cranking up all these fucking vehicles, letting them sit there for like five, ten minutes, taking these trash bags and putting them around the exhaust and trying to get chemical tests. That drove me insane. <laughs> but when you're in the middle missions. But when you're in the middle of the desert and you have nothing else to do. Come on, Patsy. You got to admit that that'd be fun. I, I hated watching that. I would watch that. And one sergeant tried to actually do something like that on me, but I would watch that. And I'm like, this is retarded. <laughs> I did not approve of that. Now, the ones I don't I honestly do not approve of are the ones that they don't tell them about at all, like later on or gets them in trouble or hurts someone. Like, those I am adamantly against, like, completely, 100%. I hate that shit. Like, do your jokes, whatever, but when it comes to your job, hurting someone or yourself, that's, yeah, no, no, I'm not for that. Now, if you want to be, if you you want to be stupid, go be stupid, but... Yeah, most of our jokes were uh, equipment related because uh, some of the equipment that we worked on was large enough to where you could take these uh, light fixtures off the top, stick them in storm inside. You know what I'm saying? Of these light carts is what we call them. Mm-hmm. Well, what they did is they had the lights on top, so you, there's enough room inside it and a, a switch you could start the engine and everything from inside. So they tried to get us saying that it was a voice command, and they go up to it and they say "light cart start." And of course, you can do it inside, hits the start button, and it all lights up and everything works. And you know, light carts shut down, and it, you hit the stop button. Well, you have this poor airman standing out there for about 15 minutes screaming. I mean, just screaming, like, card start. It, it wouldn't oh, start. Wow. The guy no. inside was laughing his ass off, you know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it, but it was little jokes like that. You know, most of it echo checking bleeder hoses where they had to scream through the hose. <laughs> the other guys at the other end saying, no, I can't hear it, man. Louder. You know, it's just stupid shit. But now we yeah. had one guy screw himself over. Um, we had. Normal military generators, which are generators that run off of diesel. Then we had your Walmart Home Depot generators that ran off of gasoline. (laughs) Yep. And they told him to go fill up the, the small generators, which these were, with fuel. This kid gets a whole jerry can of diesel and pours it in there. And it runs... For a little while 
and then it doesn't, and then it doesn't. <laughs> he completely fucked that generator to smithereens because one, mm-hmm. you're in the middle of the desert and it's hot, and they're gonna run weird anyway. Secondly, you just put diesel fuel in a gasoline <laughs> fuel generator. <laughs> Do it the yeah. other way around. Put gasoline in the diesel. Woo! I don't know if that happened. I want to say it did, but I can't remember off the top of my head. Yeah, that'll fuck some shit up too. Um, let's see. Somebody wants us to talk about UFOs and UAPs. Oh, Google, you there? Yeah, I'm here. Google's here. Sorry. <laughs> I know, right? So, how you doing, Google? We didn't really give an update to Storm other than he was doing better. Do you want to tell anybody else? Anybody? Do you want to tell everybody anything else <laughs> about that? <laughs> oh, my God. All right. So, I know. Hold on. I'm trying to find the link now that I dropped in our chat, like, earlier this week. Oh, you mean? That I- way. After the novel that you wrote? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Well, because both Recoil and Oink were like, and that is yeah. what? Yeah. So so if someone wants to drop the link into chat. So in short, Storm has what is called ITP. It's like an immune, um, an autoimmune disease. It's It happens in people too. But basically it means that his body is telling itself that his platelets need to be destroyed um so (laughs) and they don't know what causes it and all that fun stuff like they don't know why his body decided now that it's time so a lot of dogs that have it they don't even need to be on meds the rest of their life um they just need to have like their blood work run periodically to make sure that nothing's going wrong but since storm is just starting on the meds that he needs to rebuild his platelets and stuff. Um, <laughs> I showed, I showed Flatline the bag of meds that Storm has. He goes, "Holy shit, he's got more meds than I do." <laughs> like, <laughs> I know, <laughs> it's crazy. He gets two. He's on doxycycline. I can't even know. Like I don't even know all the names of them. <laughs> he's on a shit ton of, of medicines <laughs> what he's on a shit ton of meds <laughs> yeah pretty much he's got like right. eight meds that he's got to take every day okay. and most of them are twice a day and one of them i can't touch them with my bare hands because it can send me into uh some kind of seizure shock like yeah like so i'm like great so i'm using tweezers for one of them <laughs> one of his meds and he only gets half of that one so i'm like fantastic so i have to get it out the bottle put it into a pill cutter cut it in half and then get it out there i'm like this is crazy um well don't mix don't don't mix up that cutter for sixes pills (laughs) no no this one says dog on it (laughs) and that and that helps how (laughs) and it stays it stays in the med box with with storm's meds in it no like no human meds are in that little med box google we're talking about dv6 here look <laughs> plus i'll leave the meds in there like so when i when it's take like when when it's a take half a pill right twice a day i'll cut it and then 
the other half stays in there until he takes it again. So there's that. Okay. So he knows, like, plus, and then for that one on the bottle, I have written, like, gloves and do not touch. And, like, <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny. I'm like, this is crazy. And then another one of his meds is like, take with food, but not with anything dairy. I'm like. Yeah, because I give my dog a lot of milk and cheese throughout the day. Right. Well, <laughs> I think it's more because a lot of people, like, if they have to give their dogs a lot yeah. of meds, they'll use cheese. What? Because it's the easier thing to, to use. I was going to ask you, do you use those pocket pill things or anything the pill pockets yeah Yeah. he used to take them no problem but then when he got sick he wasn't i mean he wouldn't use the pill pockets he really wasn't eating like he's finally eating again you know it's funny because so we got china when she was living to take the pill pockets with stuff in them daisy being the smart ass that she fucking is She she started to bite down on her first pill pocket one time, and I guess she's seen that it had something hard in it. So she ate the pill pocket off of it and spit mm-hmm. out the pill. And I was like, you fucking asshole. <laughs> like, Storm and Tank will do that shit, too. Like, I don't understand yep. how a dog can, <laughs> can eat around a pill. Like... That's not what their jaw was made for. Ours was. So, theirs wasn't. <laughs> Storm and Tank do that shit, too. Like, it's so <laughs> like annoying, if, too. If the pill is too big, yeah. if the pill in the pill pocket is too big, nope, they'll drop it. They'll eat the pill pocket and leave the pill. Is that like, not annoying <laughs> as fuck, too? Like, <laughs> yep. And don't yep. go mashing it up because they won't eat whatever you mash it up in nine times out of ten. I know it was just super annoying. So one of the one of the antibiotics that Storm is on, he does not like at all. Right. So the first day was hell trying to give it to him. I mean, I used every trick. Like we had like lunch meat in the refrigerator. We had cheese. We had um, leftover pork. So like I would give him an eighth in some cheese, and then an eighth in something else, and then an eighth and get something else. <laughs> I'm like, oh my God. And he would just stop taking it. He's like, no, I don't want that anymore. I don't want the ham that you're giving me, even though it tastes really good, but I know it's got that thing in there. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> Basically, yeah. Oh. So, so six, six is like, all right. So he got a piece of steak that was like thick enough that he cut like a hole into it and put put half the pill in there. Well, really a quarter the first time. And then he he like gave it to him that way and had another piece of steak like <laughs> following right after. So he really couldn't like even chew the food. So, yeah. And see, we can't so even just, do the bread thing anymore unless it has. Yeah, I tried like, that with, with Storm too with that one. Unless it's like been sitting on meat for like an hour and has the flavor soaked up into the bread, they will not yep. eat it. They will spit it out. And I'm like, mm-hmm. you're, you're assholes. Like, you're the pickiest fucking eaters I've ever seen when it comes to dogs. Like, <laughs> I know. I tried bread with, with his meds. He was fine with the first one, not after that. <laughs> that's great. I'm like, that's great. But he takes all of his other meds, no problem. Like, I can take a, a piece of like lunch meat ham and. Mm cut it into into like eight pieces and give him eight of his meds even in those tiny little pieces that's nice 
except for the one that he doesn't like. <laughs> you would Which think, is super frustrating. You would think he only they needs would that like, once a day. You would think they would flavor all these medicines for dogs and cats and things like that so they would actually eat it. That would make sense. Right? Because I've smelled some of the sense. medicines that our dogs have had and I'm like, yeah, I wouldn't eat that either. <laughs> yeah, right? Oh, my God. I know they gave him an appetite stimulant because he wasn't eating. Mm -hmm. um, and the first one that they gave that I got, he, well, I had to like shove it down his throat. He was like, I don't even want this. But it was a liquid form. So I guess it helped a little bit. Right. But he ate a little bit that day. And then the second one is in pill form. Um, but it's give half in the morning. So I gave him half the first day. And he ate that day. And then I gave him half the next day and he ate. And then I haven't given it to him since. And that was, I think he had, so he hasn't had it for two days now. But he's, um, but his appetite's growing. Yeah, he's okay. eating. When, when we walked in, so taking Storm to the vet is extremely stressful for him. Um, and he has to be muzzled, and I hate it. And since he had to go to the vet so many times, it was like, well, even for just the blood draw, we're going to have to sedate this dog. <laughs> right? Bet Betsy's so over there like, you ever took a steer to a vet? <laughs> right? Well. Well, but, well, but this is the thing. So, so here's the problem is because of the ITP, and his body at the time he had when they first when they ran his blood work the first time it came up with zero platelets and they were like there's no way there's zero platelets and so they did the blood smear to count the platelets and it was like there were zero platelets he had none so one of the concerns was he could just bleed for mm -hmm. you know like he could bump himself too hard and cause a bleed right and i'm like great that's fantastic and then because he had no platelets his white blood cell count was super low but then the the problem with sedating him is now you're poking him with something that could continue to bleed even drawing blood that can continue to bleed and without platelets you can't clot, you can't clot your own blood right so so it's like you know like well we'll we're willing to sedate him, but there's all these other things that can happen. And I'm like, I know, <laughs> like, I know this really fucking sucks. <laughs> and, and the vet even said like, this is probably the worst thing that storm could have been diagnosed with considering it's so stressful for him to go to the vet and he needs to be sedated just for even a simple blood draw. So they were able to rule out, uh, things like bone marrow cancer and stuff like that. Yeah, right? but by the meds that they put them on. Okay. So if the meds weren't making a difference, then we'd have to look at a bone marrow issue. Okay, because I know somebody out there is going to ask, and I just want to yeah. <laughs> clear that up right away. But, like, the first the first vet that I took him to said, like... Yeah, you guys went to, like, four or five, didn't you? Oh, my God, it was crazy. So the first one... Because of the white blood cell count and his other signs, his other symptoms, they ran a parvo test. 
and it came back positive, which is extremely deadly for puppies. It can be deadly for older dogs as well, Mm -hmm. unless they get treated right away. So they sent me to a 24-hour emergency hospital thing. So I get there. I call to let them know that I'm outside with a powerful positive dog. And they're like, okay, we'll be out in a, in a little bit, right? An hour later, I call again. And now six, I've gone back to the campground. Because we're on freaking vacation. <laughs> like, right. It figures. Um, six, I've gone back to the, to the campground. But Jada and her boyfriend drove out and met me at the, at the second bed. Um, she goes in like an hour and a half after they said that they'd be right out. And she asked and they were like, oh no, it's like a four to five hour wait. And in my head, I'm like, if you have a dog that is positive for Parvo, there would be no wait. Like you would make sure that that dog gets in right away and gets on treatment right away. Yeah. Right. Supposed to be one of those prioritization things. Right. So he said, fine. And, and the other vet has sent over the paperwork that showed a positive parvo test. So fine. I'm like, I'll just, we'll go to another one. So I called them back. They recommended a second one. So, which was an hour away. Fine. Whatever. So now it's like, four hours since he's been diagnosed <laughs> as parvo positive. Right. Now I'm finally getting to the next vet. I go in there to get him checked in and everything. They're like, okay, well, you're going to have to leave him outside because it's highly contagious. And if you have one parvo dog, then it's crazy. Yeah. Um, so we don't want to put like other dogs at risk. I'm like, that's fine. I understand. Two hours go by. No one's come out for storm so i go back in i'm like hey i'm just trying to figure out like what's going on and this is the the third time that i went back inside there and they were like well let me see because they didn't put him in a room so the vet never came to see him his paperwork got lost in the shuffle and i'm like are you kidding me right now? Like I was, but i'm trying to like remain calm i'm like "Mm -hmm." meanwhile there's like a freaking tornado moving through. <laughs> I'm like, mm-hmm. this is nuts. Like, <laughs> like, even the weather was against us. <laughs> right? So, so then the vet tech came out to like listen to his heart and stuff. I'm like, he really, he, like, for, for you guys to do anything with him, he needs to be sedated, but I'll see what I can do. No, as soon as she like came close, came close to him, he lunged at her and she goes, <laughs> Okay, well then, I mean, he had a muzzle on, so there's that. (laughs) She goes, okay, well then, I am comfortable enough to let you take him back home because it takes a lot out of a dog to lunge at someone like, you don't know my dog. (laughs) But I'm like, okay. Oh, man, that was funny that day. So I'm like, all right, fine. So I took him back to the campground. But before I left, she gave me a phone number for a vet that had just opened like three weeks ago now. And I was like, okay. So I called them first thing in the morning. So now we're on vet number four (laughs) in two days. And I'm like, this is crazy. So I told them, I get there. I must have been outside for maybe 10 minutes when they came out to get him 
And he walked in like a champ. He was like, I'm good to go. And I, mean, I walked in the door with him. Now, at the first vet, he kept pulling himself out of the sedation. So they like had a really tough time doing really anything. And I think it's because I wasn't able to go inside with him because of this whole freaking COVID thing, you know. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> this, the, second, the fourth one now, <laughs> they let me go inside until we went until he had to go through the door to like the back to Mm -hmm. the treatment area and stuff. Um, But he just kind of like, he didn't even look back at me. It was like, it was a little kid going to school. (laughs) Like I'm good mom. (laughs) Like I know it's my first step, but after that he was not having it. Um, But they got you guys finally got to a vet, but I'd hate for it to be an emergency or anything. And you have to get to a vet. I know. I know. (laughs) So it's like, and, and and we complain about the VA. Holy fucking Christ! It's like, oh my god! So I was gonna say she had the fucking VA of fucking veterinarians <laughs> going on right there. <laughs> I know, right? Well, this one, the fourth one, was really, really good. Like they ran the blood work again, and there was no change in the blood work. Which, if it was parvo, there would have been a change. And the vet, when I talked to her, she goes, "Did they tell you at the other place yesterday that he had zero platelets?" I'm like, "What?" I was like, no. She goes, yeah, he's got no platelets. I'm like, hmm, that is not one of the things from Parvo that I'm aware of. And they they were able to get an ultrasound done, which the ultrasound didn't show any signs of Parvo. And if it was Parvo, you would have been able to see it. So we ruled it out. That was how they ruled out. (laughs) And it was like, I had talked to other people and they're like, yeah, you, it's like, you can get a like false negative with parvo, but you you really don't get a false positive. I'm like, oh, my dog wants to be special. <laughs> like, like here we go. So then, yeah, she put him on a slew of meds, and it's working as of right now. Like, right now he had what was that? Well, on Tuesday his platelet count was up to thirty eight thousand. So hopefully, but his on Sunday, even though his platelet count had increased, his red blood cell count had decreased. And he was like, if it went any lower, he would have needed a blood transfusion. I'm like, great. So now that's another thing I have to worry about. <laughs> so, so yeah, that's, a, that's my dog story. Oh, my goodness. I hope that you guys would have said something after I didn't answer for the last five seconds. Well, (laughs) I was left speechless. (laughs) Well, you know. Well, it's good to know that Storm is definitely DV6's child, seeing as how he wanted to be special and have a positive parvo test when he didn't have parvo. Yeah, right? Which is like unheard of and i asked them if they could retest for parvo and they were like no once you have a positive like if you retest too soon it'll can it'll still come up as positive i'm like great but like i'm in my head i was like he's fully vaccinated against parvo like that's you know (laughs) (laughs) oh my god stop what i can't right now (laughs) I got both my shots. <laughs> Listen, that's different. He, he didn't get due. his booster. <laughs> well, no, he's due next month. He's wearing a muzzle, not a mask. <laughs> and, and so, 
so the, so this is the other issue, right? Because of the ITP, I, he can't get any of his shots. So he can't get his rabies. He can't get oh. his December. He can't get his parvo. I'm like, fantastic. Oh, and anything else that's due next month. Like, he can't get it. I'm like, amazing. Here goes my dog. And he's not allowed to play with Tank. They're very sad. So is it a 14-day quarantine or... Flatten the curve type of thing. Well, he goes back on Tuesday. I'll let you know. But yeah, I know, right? Did not expect that. (laughs) What? That he's that he was fully vaccinated, and that he needs his booster in a month. Yeah, and then he needs a booster in a month. Like I did not expect none of that. Fucking. Well, you are still talking about the dog, right? <laughs> right. Like, I know. I know. I mentioned DB six and all, but come on now. Well, at least they're three year shots. They're not like two month shots. So, but he can't. He can't have it because he's sick. Fuck. Like great. Oh my god. He's been fully vaccinated. How did he get it? <laughs> right. <laughs> exactly. And that's something else that's like unheard of. <laughs> like I mean, it's very, 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 very rare. Not only that, they even told you you can't get another test because it'll show us positive if you've already had a positive. Where have I heard that story before? <laughs> like <laughs> I know. They've used a rapid test by chance. <laughs> <laughs> You can get a false negative, but a false positive, oh unheard of. <laughs> I know, but here's Storm. He's like, hmm. he hold my beer. We'll knock your science like, what out. What can I do? <laughs> Actually, for the Marvel one, I think they did do a rapid test. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I know enough to find his records. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Was it Dr. Catchy or? <laughs> no. <laughs> oh my God. But I know, right? It's a. Uh... <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> oh my God. Woo! It's it got hot up in her. <laughs> <laughs> I am sweating to be 40 and now. You said there'd be no fun tonight. <laughs> no, I said I won't promise anything fun. <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't know that you know storm would be the dog of covid fucking patients like. <laughs> right God, i'm dying right well, now. now you know now you know <laughs> da, 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 da. the more you know I know. i had them email me his records and mm. there's fucking like 62 goddamn pages i'm like Is holy that all? shit <laughs> well, that's only from from one vet. Wait, from wait, is it from this one visit yeah. or? Well, okay, so four of the pages are from the verse from the first vet that I took oh, okay. him to, and then some of it is some of the records from Storm as far as like all his shots and stuff mm-hmm. that he's had, um, but the rest of it is from the visit on. Thursday, this past Thursday, and then again on Sunday. Well, I guess that's understandable, seeing as all the blood tests and all that they ran. So. Right, I know. And, but and from like, my understanding, yeah, I, talking to com- six, it, it's 
It's confirmed. They did the Parvo rapid test. Um, <laughs> I'm looking at it right now. That, I'm looking at his records. Uh, speaking to six the other day, uh, when I think I think you guys hadn't left yet. You were getting ready to, but um, talking to him, the the one vet that you guys went to was really thorough and explained everything, especially the paperwork was really thorough and yeah. stuff like that. Oh my so. god, holy shit! I the discharge order. Five pages. Really? Like in, yeah, in detail, like what ITP is, what this other thing is, what the, you know, like, That's because good. there's really three, there's really three main reasons mm-hmm. for a dog to have no platelets. Right. And one is bone marrow, one is ITP, one is the other thing. And yeah, she, right. like, all three were listed on there. And then um, there was like some random bruising that, could have been related to this so she included that in the diagnosis and like oh my god it was like in detail everything i'm like holy shit that's good that that sounds like crazy that sounds like the hospital that i go to now over at uh, elkin they give it doesn't matter how many times i've been over there they give me like a plethora of paperwork every time and oh my god and the one in Mount Airy, they may give me like this little folder with like two <laughs> sheets in it. And I'm like, the fuck is like, oh, yeah, right? yeah I want to call the family services when I get home. Yeah, that's what I want to fucking do. Like, <laughs> right. Yeah. Good, so though. so the first one, well, the first one, <laughs> the fourth one <laughs> was five pages in detail diagnosis and stuff. And then the meds and the side effects and this and that, like a lot of information on each of the meds also. And like, he takes this medication because he's on this medication and he, he has to be on both of them because he can't be on them. Like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> like, you know, and then, um, this past Tuesday, I was going to take him to our regular vet mm-hmm. to do the blood draw, but they were like, well, it would be the vet tech and she can't authorize doing sedation and our vet does the vet is booked solid this week. So like I we wouldn't be techs, able to see him. What? I thought vet techs did do uh, anesthesia. They, they can inject it, but they can't write the order for it. Uh, see now that's stupid. <laughs> that shit bothers me. So, Oh, you can put it into them, but you can't write an order or a prescription. Like, you know, the difference hey. is that you just gave me permission to put it into their body. Like, that's the only fucking difference. I know. So they were like, well, because they can't do it. Well, well um, like the vet is booked solid this whole week. We won't be able to get them in until next week. I'm like, but that's the point. Because the med studies on, you have to, t- you have to do a blood draw on day three, which was okay. Sunday, and day five, which, is tu- which was Tuesday, mm-hmm. to make sure that his levels are going up. If you skip like a week, <laughs> then yeah. that doesn't help any. <laughs> right. Yeah. So, okay. so I spent like an hour calling around to different vets in the area and I was just getting more and more frustrated. Like even at the, even at the emergency vet that we usually go to, they were like, well, for a simple blood draw, we would need to do a full exam and we're only taking life-threatening patients right now. <laughs> once they're stable, it's like an 18-hour wait. I'm like, what? Yeah, <laughs> like I've not heard that hour- before. <laughs> I'm like, holy shit. Yeah. So then when <clears throat> Six got home, I was so defeated. I was like, 
And understandably um, I so. I had him. Hmm? And understandably so. Right. Like, there was no one yeah. that could see him. And I'm like, all he needs is a freaking, I understand he needs to be sedated. And that's what the <laughs> problem is right now. You got to be so, sedated. Yep. So he called, so six called a place and they re, uh, recommended to or asked if we had called um, these other two places in mass and we hadn't. So, um, so I made six call both of them and the second one was able to get him in and seen and sedated. But even there, I, and I think it was more a, like, okay. So they were really good also. It's, the only thing that I found slightly off-putting, but that was kind of like put to rest, was when she came, when the vet came in and was like, you know, it's really stressful for him. And with this, he's going to have to be tested once a week. So that means he's got to come in once a week and mm-hmm. he's going to go through this whole thing every week. That's like, you know, just so we have to think of quality of life for him, too. And I'm like, right. wait, what? Like, no, you don't understand. Like, once you jab him and he's asleep, he's asleep. Like, he's good to go. <laughs> so so the plan is when I bring him in on Tuesday, I'm going to call them first before I hit the road because it's an hour from here. So I want to call an hour and a half ahead of time because I've got to give him his trazodone and his gabapentin to help take the edge off. Um he got so much of that shit too. He's like 200 milligrams mm-hmm. of chazodone and 600 milligrams of gabapentin, and it did jack shit this past Tuesday. <laughs> yeah, yeah, gabapentin didn't do shit for me. That's why I don't take it anymore. I was taking, I was taking literally the highest dose that you could take when I was on it, right. and it didn't absolutely jack squat. Mm-hmm. If anything, it made me worse, and I got off of it, and I was like, yeah, never again. <laughs> right. And so, some people well, with with him, it's a hit or miss. It either works or it doesn't. So it's I was like, getting ready to see, say, like JJ Joaquin, he uses it and it helps him. Whereas um, my mom's mother in law <clears throat> is on it, and she can't really tell it. But then there's days she can tell it. So I think it's depending on what's wrong with you, and obviously right. the person. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> Um, and I think everybody but, here knows that I have a very high tolerance for any fucking thing that goes into my body. So yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, so yeah, so the plan for Tuesday is when we get there, if they're like, because they could be busy, because they're also an emergency. So like they they'll do appointments, they, but they also like the other side of it is they, mm-hmm. you know, if there's an emergency that walks in the door, then right. you know. So the plan is. We'll take him there. We're going to keep him outside until they are ready to inject him with the sedation. Then we'll walk in the door. We'll go right into a treatment room. Um, And what they did, actually, they put a blanket over his head, which, like, was it was almost immediate that he was like, oh, okay, like, this is okay. And then they jabbed him in his butt, and he, like, yelped a little bit it was yeah. like holy you know more of a it. surprise yeah okay right cool. right and, and 
So, and that might so be that's something what we're that going to do. Yeah, I was going to say something you can do in the future. I know if you do something like that to Daisy, she's like, get this shit off of me. Leave me the fuck alone. Right. <laughs> Unless, now, you, you know, you're caressing her or <coughs> loving up right. on her and then she doesn't mind. But if you're doing something like that, yeah, she definitely is not a dumbass. <laughs> right. Well, and they put it over his head and like just like hugged him that's and then good. jabbed him. You Have know, you so it wasn't about, even a, we throw, you know. Um, I, I know we sort then, of talked about this in the past with Storm and with our dogs, but have you thought about like the thunder blankets or anything? I have, and it just, it makes me nervous. Like, does it really work? Well, I mean, even Especially, if you don't get a, a so-called thunder blanket, what about a weighted blanket, even if it was a small one? Right, or something else to like help calm him. Mm -hmm. Something really that he finds comfort in, you know what I mean? Right. Yep. No, I hear you. Because um, I, I know weighted well, blankets are actually cheaper than they have ever been the last time I checked. Unless you get one of those huge, ginormous ones that goes on like well, a fucking I don't think he needs a big something. one. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, <laughs> I, I would He's definitely, since that helped, I would definitely look at that. Okay. Yeah. I'll have to, I think we're also going to bring like one of the blankets that we have at the house here with us. Yeah. Something he's familiar with, I think would really right. help. Yeah. Like upstairs in the bedroom, he's got a blanket on the bed that he, like, that's his blanket. Mm -hmm. Like he can be on the bed and nine times out of 10, he's on his blanket. Maybe um, something with yours and or DV6's smell too would really Yeah, That was the other thought. Him, yeah. So like, What's what's interesting is normally to sedate a dog, they would bring the dog into the back, obviously, because how many people like how many dog parents yeah. want to see their dog sedated and whatnot yeah. with with Storm? They're like, we don't mind just sedating him right in here with you. I'm like, That's good. Sweet. So they did it and, and they did that at the at the other place, too. They did that at the other place, too. Um they just did it right in the exam room. They sedated him. One and of you guys watching It's a Wonderful Life or something? <laughs> what? That, that was church bells. It sounded like It's a Wonderful <laughs> Life just started. That, that, that's the bells that come up in the theme song for It's a Wonderful Life at the beginning. <laughs> no, that's that's the reminder to give him his meds at 10. But he already got him, so that's we're good. <laughs> um, I was like, where's Jimmy then, Stewart? <laughs> oh, oh, my God. So, Storm. Um on, on Tuesday, normally most dogs will be asleep after like 10 minutes of the sedation. So 10 minutes later, they came into the room. I was like, well, he should be okay. Right? No, he was not. <laughs> I'm like, oh my God. And then because he was so like high, like he kept like crying. Um, so six had him. I was like leaning over him, trying to calm him down. <laughs> stuff as they're trying to draw blood they go to get any blood i'm like jesus <laughs> christ this dog. and and i should you know like another five minutes passes and six hears this noise and he's like is he snoring i'm like yep <laughs> <laughs> and, the, and the vet techs are like okay well we're gonna poke him one more time trying to get this blood and they did he didn't even flinch so, so his, nice. his record, his record is red listed um, <laughs> <laughs> with like all this information, at least 20 minutes after this station. <laughs> <Jesus. laughs> I know. 
<laughs> like this dog. <laughs> I'm glad we can laugh about it now. <laughs> I know you went through some hell. That's for damn sure. Oh my god! And it's still like it's still kind of scary. Like it's still scary because right now I don't know where his platelet count is. Yeah. You know, like I know it was thirty eight thousand, and I know that today Tank like bum rushed through the gate and pushed. <laughs> He did, and he pushed Storm aside and into the gate, and I'm like, oh, I'm like, oh my god. So I've been watching him like a hawk today, <laughs> like even right. more so, because I'm like, he could have like started bleeding in his belly, and we would never know. Right? Yeah. <laughs> you know, like that. It's definitely. And then <laughs> to do the ultrasound, they shaved his belly. <laughs> so <laughs> He's funny. got a big patch on his belly. <laughs> yep. <laughs> That's great. He's got he's got a patch on his belly. He's got a patch on on his front. I forget which one. Uh, where they did the IV and shit. Um, <laughs> and then he has another one on his hind leg. <laughs> Poor kid. Where they did the second blood draw. <laughs> I'm like, all right, patches. <laughs> <laughs> Poor kid. <laughs> like this dog. But everyone so far has said, like, even Flatline, when we got home, even before we left, Flatline knew that, like, something was wrong with Storm. Like, yeah. I knew it, too. I just figured, like, he would kind of get past it, you know, because he's at, he has those, like, and I'm really super bummed out because my dad just left, yeah. you know. Yeah. And, and yeah, he did not get past it. And then he had diarrhea and, like, oh, it was not good. So then finally we were like, yeah, he's going to the vet. I'm going to tell but, you what, dogs and diarrhea is a whole nother level. Let me tell you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> people are like, My oh, I just dealt with that oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. People are like, oh, but have you ever had a kid that's had diarrhea? Have you ever had a dog walk around with shit coming out of its ass? Like that is like, no, kids have nothing on dogs. Let me tell you. <laughs> let me, t- let me tell you something before. Okay. Before we went on the road trip. I had sent, I like the week prior or a little over a week prior, I had gotten Tank back over to the vet house. So he's with Flatline at night also. And I th- like, th- I think that's why I more thought that like Storm was kind of just like bummed out because his buddy was gone, mm-hmm. you know, and that's why he wasn't eating it that much. But now that I think about it, two days after, two days after Tank went over there, Storm like tried to furiously wake me up in the morning. Like I have bruising on my arm from Storm trying to wake me up. And I'm like, all right, finally I, I get up. I'm like, all right, all right, fine. You know, so I get up out of bed and I'm not thinking. So he goes to the bathroom. I come out the bathroom and I'm like, why does it smell like shit in here? <laughs> and I'm like, and I walk, I get, I get dressed. And I walk out um, to to the stairs, and there's a big pile of shit. I'm like, oh man, it was, it was diarrhea. I'm like, oh man. I'm like, and I'm home by myself. Like now, I that's a six cleanup job. That is not a, that is not a Google cleanup. At least you didn't step like, in it. 
Oh, thank God. Mm-hmm. And, and yeah, it was right it by the steps. She could have slid right down on me. That would have been horrible. Well, so, <laughs> so here's the thing. So we have a door at the top of the stairs, right? And the door is closed because, especially when it's really hot. So we can just like kind of run one AC upstairs so that it's like manageable. So the door was closed, which was a plus for one. He, where he shit was far enough away so that I could still open the door. And we have um, hardwood floors. He got it on one board. (laughs) So he didn't go like in any of the cracks. I'm like, this is quite amazing. (laughs) Like other than it smells terrible. And it took me, (laughs) it took me out to go back up like three times just to get it off Mm -hmm. cleaned up. And I almost speak like six times. I was like, oh man, this is not good. This is why it's a six job cleanup. Like, not a Google cleanup. But I managed, I managed. And then I felt bad because I'm like, I like I didn't yell at him because he was trying to wake me up. He did right. wake me up, but I just didn't go downstairs and let him outside fast enough. So but but I have I have bruises on my arm from this time. Mom, I gotta shit. Wake the fuck out. Right? And right, and he didn't shit on the carpet, he didn't shit on the bed. Like like he tried. I gotta gotta ask Betsy. (laughs) Betsy, you ever been beaten and bruised by one of your kids saying, Mom, I gotta shit? Fortunately not. Oh man! Can you imagine your actual (laughs) child beating on you to wake you up because they have to use a bathroom or puke or something, and you're like, "Oh, go back Mm -hmm. to sleep. It was just a nightmare." Then you hear them go, (laughs) or you smell this most rank thing, and you're like, "What is that?" Not the dog again. And you get up, and and you're bleeding from the nose and shit. And your child's like, "I tried to wake you up." Right? <laughs> yes, he tried. I'm a light sleeper. <laughs> I'm a light sleeper. I used to be too. But I'm <laughs> not anymore. When Those I'm days out, I'm long out. Past. <laughs> Even six has trouble waking me up. <laughs> well, if a goddamn car horn going off at three o'clock in the morning ain't going to do it. <laughs> oh my God. Oh my God. Hold on. So. <laughs> So we had we had a fisher cat come in. Did I tell you guys about that? The fisher cat? I don't even remember. Yeah, it's but been it was while quite ago. A, quite a few months ago now. But yeah, right. It wasn't that long. Ago. I know. I but like, know. <laughs> but so so they didn't. Sh- the fisher didn't come back for like a week and a half. And then Flatline's sitting on the front porch at three o'clock in the morning, and he hears the fisher cat. And he's like, "This son of a bitch!" So, <laughs> so and the fisher left, and he comes back the next day by himself and he left he left again because because flatline was outside sitting on the porch then the fisher comes back with a buddy so now there's two and when it got to there were four i looked at flatline i was like here's deadly forces authorized (laughs) yeah right i was like here's the 357 um if you have to use it you can if you even if you only just want to like fire a shot like right over their head just to scare the shit out of them be my guest but if you need to here it is 
the next night, he, I, I asked him the following morning, he fired around at 3.30 in the morning. <laughs> the dogs lost it in the house, barking their heads off. Jada woke up and I slept through the whole ordeal. I was like, I thought, I was like, did they not come back last night? He's like, no, they were here. I fired around. I'm like, you did? <laughs> I can't even sleep I through slept. storms like it. I, I am bad. I mean, I have moments where <laughs> like, like if my mom makes loud rackets, I don't like wake up. But if she like sneaks around and whispers, I wake up like that. Like there is no if, ands, or buts about it. <laughs> I wake up and I'm like, stop sneaking around. She's like, that's it. I'm like, make noise. Make all the noise in the that's world. I won't wake up. <laughs> That's how six is too. He'd rather I just like yeah. like stomping into the bedroom yeah. and try to be as quiet as a mouse. I had this big ass box. I forgot what I had in it. And one morning my mom was gonna take everything out and burn it in the in the barrel back here. And I hear this like really slow like dragging <laughs> sound and I don't know what the fuck it is. And I look, I, I raise up and she's dragging this big ass box really fucking like so slow that slow-mo would have made it like look fast. And I said, what are you doing? I didn't want to wake you up. I said, fucking move it. I said, I said, mate, I said, beat on the box next time and I won't wake up. <laughs> but she was, she was sliding it like a little kid not wanting to wake their parents up. And I was like, what are you doing? <laughs> I'm stealing the picnic basket. (laughs) (laughs) It's all right, because, like, Six will try to be funny in the morning. Like, this morning, he wakes me up. He finally gets me up. (laughs) He bruised you, too. (laughs) No, no. But but I'm, like, half awake, and he's like, come on, it's 10 o'clock. We got to go. I'm like, go where? He's like, don't you remember we're going somewhere? I'm like, no, we're not. Then he goes... Well, I'm leaving in a few minutes. I'm already packed and ready to go. I'm like, you're going where? (laughs) I'm not buying this. Mm -hmm. Like, that's the shit he'll do. He'll be like, it's noon. And I'm like, I know it's not fucking noon because I would have woken up. (laughs) Like, I'm not an idiot. I mean, I'll give him, I'll give him it was like 8.15. (laughs) (laughs) To him, that is noon, yeah. (laughs) Right, but, but like... He'll tell me this stuff that I know is not true. So that's not a good way to, to get that's, me to wake up. That's what would piss me off about my grandma, like all the time when I was a, a kid growing up. And she would wake me up at like, I don't know, 630. And she'd be like, it's 730, but we got to go. You got to be late for school. And I can hear the news. I can hear what they're saying. <laughs> they literally just said at 6.30, we'll be back for blah, 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 right? Every day. <laughs> Every day. Funny. And then, you know, when it's dark outside and during the summer in the mornings, or, or light outside in the mornings, and, and she she would, like, do that thing, and I'm like, they literally just said it's, like, 6 blah, blah, blah. And she, you can't go by that, though. Right. And I'm like, they're literally two hours away from us. <laughs> How can I not go by that? Like they're oh, not man. they're not in fucking China. So I think I can trust them on what time it is in America. 
Like, right. come on. <laughs> I, I hate to hate yeah. getting the wife up for work when we're both active duty because she she's not a morning person either. <laughs> so I'd have to set the alarm clock forward like 30 minutes. So it actually, you know, real time, it's 4 o'clock, but it said 4.30 on the alarm clock. <laughs> so just to get her up to get moving. Oh, my God. Funny story about that. When Six and I first met, my the clock in my car was like 20 minutes fast. And he goes, is that really what time it is? I'm like, no, it's such and such time. He goes, the why does it say 3.20? I'm like, because. If it's the right time, then I'm like, oh, I got all this time to get to work and I take forever. So after a while, I get used to the time and I set it fast five minutes. So it will start at three. So now it's at 3.05 because it's five minutes fast. Like, but then over time, I get used to the three that it's five minutes fast. So I set it <laughs> another five minutes fast and now it's 10 minutes fast. And he goes, that's how you got the fucking 20 minutes fast on your clock. <laughs> And I was like, yep. Now, my mom would set her clock in her bedroom 10 minutes fast. And all the other clocks would be like a minute fast or a minute slow. But my grandma would tell everybody that my mom would set all of her clocks half an hour forward. And my mom was like, no, I do not. Why do you tell people these lies, like blatant lies? She said, mine's 10 minutes fast. All the others are on time within a minute. And she's like, no. No, they're not. No. And I'm like, oh, my God, this is my grandma, dude. This, this is my family. That's funny. This, this is my bloodline. What the fuck? Like, <laughs> pretty sure we're adopted. Oh, man. That's kind of funny, though. I Yeah, I'll set my, I'll, I used to set the clocks fast, but not anymore. Because I'm like, what does it really do? Nothing. Not these days. <laughs> nope. Well, I know. And then I got an alarm clock and it would it automatically sets the time. I'm like, this is not helpful. <laughs> oh, I got to tell you guys. I got to tell you guys. So, so when we were deploying, we were at Camp Shelby, and I used my cell phone as an alarm clock, and I had the Super Mario theme. <laughs> right? So I set it for uh, like four or five one morning, and I hear it go off. And one of my friends, his name was is, is cables he goes it's a me a mario and the whole barracks just fucking <laughs> went ballistic like they were laughing their asses off and it's like five in the morning and i'm laying there and i'm like why did i choose this fucking ring song because <laughs> it was an open barracks at, at shelby but right i'll never forget that it sounded just like mario too it's like it's a me a mario and i was like oh, oh my god, god i can't I can't right now. It's too That's early. That's pretty good, though. Yeah. Now, when Six is on the road, I have, like, I don't even know how many freaking alarm set. <laughs> and and then I'll have him call me. And I'm like, yeah. no, you have to call my cell phone and then the house. And you have to switch back and forth like that. Because <laughs> you yep. get used to one, don't you? Well, no, I'll sleep through it. Even oh. if, like, you can call me at like two o'clock in the morning and I won't wake up from my cell phone. I might wake up from the, from the house phone, but normally you have to, like, <laughs> I'll have like 10 missed phone calls. I'm like, oh shit, I forgot. I have, I'll set like four different alarms. If I really have to get up, I make Jada get up so she can get me up. <laughs> I've learned with six if I'm asleep. <laughs> 
and he calls. If he doesn't leave a message, it's not important. <laughs> and right, if he leaves but- <laughs> a message, it's important. So I, so I'll I'll wait until I hear a message or not, and then I'll, I'll go fully back to sleep. But if I hear a message, I'll get up and I'm like. Oh, wake up. <laughs> like, like right. I start, I start no. getting that I was awake <laughs> voice on. Even though when, when you call somebody, you still, oh, you, you can tell they're right. asleep. Like, <laughs> yep. Yeah. If I have to get up and six is on the road, I have Jada get up so she can wake me up. Nice. And then she gets like, I know she understands why, because if she calls myself, she has her own ringtone. Her ringtone wakes me up on like the first or second time that she calls. <laughs> Mama instincts. I mean, what? Mama instincts. Yeah. No. Yeah. Six has his own ringtone <laughs> also, but it doesn't wake me up. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say something, but I'll leave it alone. <laughs> it's crazy. Yep. <clears throat> so. I was going to say, I do have stupid news for whenever. We only have a couple stories. Well, four. That's more than a couple. Let's not talk politics, okay? They're not politics. Okay. I promise. Before we do stupid junk that's in the news, Betsy. I'm sorry. I, like, totally took away from your whole time. You're good. You're good. No. You need to get it off your chest. Um, You're working on fight four, but you've got fight one, two, and three, correct? That's when you tell everybody what it's about and where to buy it. I know, right? I was waiting well, for that. Well, usually Bo comes over with questions, so I was waiting for follow-up, and it didn't happen. Oh, my God. Okay. So, Betsy, tell us what fight is all about for our <laughs> listeners who may not know. Well, it is a short short book series of veterans basically transitioning out of the military. Of course, everyone has their own experience. You know, everyone has their good and bad days in the military and good and bad experiences coming out. Some were fortunate and some were not so much. Some had nothing to come home to. So after losing so many battle buddies to suicide and watching how depression and experiencing my own wonderful journey, um, I realized, you know, a lot of people don't understand what veterans face. You know, mm-hmm. they, they watch the movies. They've heard all the politics and media talking about the VA situation, but no one really knows what goes on the inside, if you will. Um, people always see all the jokes and everything said on Facebook or across social media, but no one really talks about what veterans face, mm-hmm. um, whether it's flashbacks, whether it's Oh, they're drinking all the time. Oh, they're just all these stereotypes kept coming up. I'm like, you know what? I need to somehow express in some format of what's really going on. And I've always wanted to be a writer. So it's a fictional story, but a lot of it is based on real events or real emotion of some kind. Because, I mean, it's not just war that veterans face. I mean, there's a lot of turmoil when it comes to relationships, marriages, families, um, you got abuse, you've got sexual harassment, you've got, you know, drugs, you've got alcohol, you can name it. I mean, everything happens on, it really feels like it hits veterans more than if you were just a civilian drinking or, you know, Mm -hmm. going through everything just because of all the 
intense stress you're already under as right. you're in the uh, wearing the uniform or you're downrange or whatever. But um, I really hope that this would also bring veterans together because I know when I got out of the military, it was like my chain of command just stopped talking to me. I thought certain uh, leaders were there for me regardless, like, hey, can I just at least vent to you? And it was like all of a sudden the phone wouldn't pick up or respond or, you know, on social media, no one talked to me. So it was like, I'm nowhere near a vet, uh, a post, sorry. I'm nowhere near a military base. I wasn't near anyone who was military per se. Like I didn't feel like I had anyone to talk to. So I was literally by myself. So I've sort of used the fight series as a memoir, I guess, as my own way of expressing the things I had to face. But um, it's, it is intense. Honestly, it was like one of those things. I just wanted it to be a one book thing, you know, hey, let's see what happens. But it turned into a series and fourth, the fourth one is supposed to be the last one, but it's probably going to be longer than 100 pages. So for some of you, that'll probably be a good thing, but it is very intense. It has a lot of emotions. If you are, um, I don't want to use the word sensitive, but if you're more inclined to flashbacks with certain sounds or certain images or descriptions or something that might, you know, trigger uh, a moment, then uh, I definitely would recommend either reading a page at a time or hell, even a paragraph at a time, just because it is important for people, especially those who are family members, um, to actually try to at least gain insight. Of course, everyone's different. Every veteran has their own story and their own backgrounds. But, you know, I'd really wanted to spread veterans awareness, even in general. It's mental health, it's suicide awareness, it's depression, it's PTSD. You've got, you know, every issue out there does affect veterans on every aspect. So, um, of course, it barely grazes the surface, but, you know, it gets people talking. You know, even if we're all yelling like, oh, we can't be talking about PTSD or suicide or whatever, we got to get it out there. We got to we gotta at least admit it's going on and it always has, even within active duty. So, you know, we can't just pretend that it's going to go away because let's face it, especially after current events, nothing, nothing of those negative emotions are just going to go away. So it's unfortunately it doesn't sound like a happy book, but it does have a lot of importance, a lot of important things to say. And honestly, a lot of people, at least from the readers that I've spoken with or had feedback from, they've honestly said, this is what I would tell my spouse, or this is what I want other people to know, you know? So thank you for writing it. And that alone has made every negative thing ever said worth it but you know there's just so many more people I know could probably benefit in some way from this book series but I need more feedback and right now uh, book one two and three are all available on Amazon uh, paperback and Kindle first one is also on audio but that's too hard to get together especially with everything else I've got going on but um, but any feedback or anything, even just a message would be great just because, you know, veterans really do need to come together and pull for each other because, I don't know, the world is twisted and sometimes you just feel alone even when you're in a crowded room and it just gets too much. So even 
you know, even when the sun's shining and everything seems to be going great, you don't feel great. Well, there's a reason for it. And you're not alone in that. So it's been important to me with this series and I'm hoping I can get before done, but unfortunately I'm in school. So, and that's very hard to write and plus family and everything else. So, um, but we do care. And that's what I'm thing I do love about TV radio, at least getting me away from my studies <laughs> to come on here and you're welcome. Talk about the series. Of, yeah. <laughs> Um, but, but yeah it's it's nice to at least be around that camaraderie sort of kind of even though it's through you know it's not in person but it's still something and so it's it's cool that there are people who care but unfortunately you got to find them and uh, I know some days at least how I felt you know I'd hope maybe I could someone will come find me kind of sort of not so much like a damsel in distress but more of like <laughs> i'm hurting and i've tried screaming and i've tried asking for help from the va from people from fellow vets and all of them turned me away said i was crazy or nothing was wrong with me to go away to i was just looking for attention and this and that and it was just one thing after another so i i know what being alone not knowing where you belong kind of thing i'm i just i i don't want that for anyone who has, you know, gone the extra mile, worn on, worn the uniform, and then you have to come home and hear every negative thing you possibly can, or hearing people bitch and complain about something, and you're just like, that anger just builds. And honestly, one day it's going to bust. That's inevitable. Mm-hmm. So it's it's just the small things. I know, like I said, it's just a basic book. It's simple. It's but it's all emotion. It's all what you may or may not be thinking yourself. And if it is how you're feeling, let someone know and say, Hey, just read this. I can't say it, but just read this. And honestly, it's all, it's helped some couples. It's helped some families. And that is amazing. So hopefully it's making a difference for some people, more people out there. (laughs) Yeah. And I know people will probably be like, Oh, you're just bragging and, and trying to push your book series and this, that, and the other with saying, you know, who it's helped and all. But I've seen the reviews. We we have talked about it personally. Um, and I think a lot of people, when they hear fiction, they're like, okay, this is some Hollywood Navy SEAL, blah, 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 bullshit, Tom Clancy stuff. And that is so far from the truth. Um, I, I've grown to especially with Betsy's fight series, it's realistic fiction, meaning the story itself, the characters themselves are all fiction, but what happens to them and them as far as personalities and things of that nature are completely real. They are somebody, they are a soldier, they are a mother, daughter, brother, son, wife, husband, they are somebody. Um, And, I'll even go as far as to say it's not just for veterans because some of the stuff I've seen that Betsy has written in them because I've not gotten a book two yet. I'm sorry. Shame on you. (laughs) Um, It does pertain to people that are not veterans as well. Civilians, uh, firefighters, police officers, nurses, doctors, plumbers, uh, Joe Schmo working in a fucking garage. Like, it pertains to everybody on some level. I don't care who you are, what experience in life you've had. We've all been depressed. And 
I'll even go as far as to say that some of us, the majority of us, probably have some type of PTSD that we don't want to recognize. It's it's just how our brains work. It's how our chemical makeup is. It happens. Um, and you can make light of it. That's fine. And, and you can make jokes on, well, you weren't a combat veteran, Betsy. But you know what? We <laughs> all have shit in our past that makes us who we are, grows us into who we are. And we use that either as leverage to complain and get somebody's heart and get by in life. Or we take it and we do what Betsy's doing and we try to say, look, this is something that needs to be fucking talked about. And you need to stop sugarcoating it. And somebody somewhere needs to hear it. And that's exactly, in my opinion, what fight is. I could be wrong. I don't know. I'm just a dude that, you know, <laughs> is trying to help her get this out to other people. Um, but it's, I, I feel like that's really true. I mean, my mom's read the first book, if I'm not mistaken. And I've, I've got civilian friends who's read the fight series. I've personally sent it to them and was like, read this. And they've read the first three and I've not read the first two. Um, <laughs> but but they absolutely love what it's about. And it's not Betsy sitting there making it all about her. It's about all of us. It really fucking is. Um, I've got three that I've got to send my psychiatrist, psychologist, whatever she, I can't remember what department she's at, at the VA. She's great. Um, but, uh, I'm going to send her these three so she can read them and, and push them to others. Um, if you haven't read it and you're either a veteran or somebody else, whether it's a friend, a family member, um, firefighter any of those it doesn't matter get the first one at least and read it take your time like betsy said read a paragraph read a page at a time come back to it later you know when you're when you're all happy and you need to like chill the fuck out and be depressed for a minute <laughs> excuse me um but, that sounds backwards no no <laughs> it's not <laughs> Why don't I know, you but I'm saying it just sounds backwards. When you're you happy when and you want to feel depressed, you should yeah. read this book. Yeah. I'm like, normally it's the other way around. But but if, if you're somebody who's trying to figure out why your friend or family member or significant other is being the way they are, and you do get into that depressed state while you're reading it, you're going to come out of it on the other side going, you know what? I understand a little bit more now. No, I know what you meant. But it's Google, like... I'm trying to explain it to these people that I'm talking to. <laughs> Come on, Google. It's okay. Stay with me. <laughs> Sorry. But um, we'll go back to being quiet. <laughs> no, you're fine. But no, you, you'll come out on the other side. I don't care how much of the, that book you read or the book series you read. You will come out on the other side going, you know what? I understand a little bit more. It makes more sense now why they're uh, reclusive or shy away or they're too aggressive at times or, or whatever. Because trust me, you're, you're going to pick up on that really quick, especially in the first book. Um, or even why certain sounds and mm -hmm. situations, you know, triggers 
for lack of a better term, their moves. Right. And there's uh, a part in the first book that I've mentioned before, uh, Betsy mentioned, you know, if you're, are quote unquote, sensitive to, to sound and imagery and, and, and noises and, and smells like that, there is one description in that first book. And I know she knows what I'm talking about when I mention it. The woman sits on the bed and the whole room, literally, I was sitting in there when I was reading it. I, I seen the wall. I seen the bed. I could smell it like everything. And I was like, this is how writing should be. <laughs> and, <laughs> and you normally don't get that out of the short book, right? Like you really don't. Normally it's, okay, John went to the store and picked up some milk and his wife called him and he went back to home. And then you're on to another scene. Like that's how a hundred page book normally works. But that's not so with this book. It describes it to the point where you know what what's going on. You can put yourself in that person's position, but it moves the story forward. You know what I mean? Like it doesn't halt anything, and it's it's not overly detailed in my opinion, because I'm I'm one for detail. <laughs> um, I try not to do that. Yeah, and uh, in your in your and the ones following fight one, you even have a glossary, correct? Yes, I did include one. It's a very basic glossary, but I understand some terms for kind of forgotten the longer you've been out, which I can admit is happening to me too. But uh, I wanted it to be real because, like I said, the first book was supposed to be just that, and I just used all the wonderful few few bar and everything, and I wanted to connect with veterans. That was the first and foremost direct audience I wanted to connect with. And mm -hmm. so I just stuck with that. And then as more and more people started reading it, they were like, Hey, you know, I don't know what any of this means, but you know, I, I wanted to understand my veteran. I was like, ah, oh, well, I guess I could break it down a little more. So it kind of branched from that and it does jump around a little bit, but kind of like Bo was saying, I wanted each individual perspective to be from that individual. You're going to feel and think everything from that perspective that you're reading. It does jump around, but I wanted it to be personal for the reader to understand because because outside looking in, something's going to perceive mm -hmm. a little differently than if you're on that person inside that person's mind. Yep. Like you're not going to feel what they feel. You're not going to think what they think. You're not going to see the flashbacks, you know, that are going on in their head while you're just glaring, you know, staring. I'm like, why are they staring into space? Well, because they're in, <laughs> you know, they're facing a flashback and trying to your the brain's trying to figure out what's real, what's not, what's in the past, what's happening now. And so the brain is definitely a uh, impressive organ. But unfortunately, when it comes to things like PTSD, traumas of any kind, civilian or not, um, it's uh, it's quite a an obstacle. And I think people kind of forget to, I guess, not to say relate with them, but kind of just more on just more understanding and more open that, you know, we're always processing mm -hmm. life now. And it was then some people have or more, I don't know what the proper term for it, but just more active. Like I'm a, I, like, I'm a constant thinker. I'm always thinking, I'm thinking of the past, future, present all at once. Like <laughs> I'm constantly thinking. And I guess that's a writer thing too, but 
you know, I'm always thinking, I'm always thinking about writing and I'm like, I've got all these exams coming up. I've got doctor's kids appointments. Oh yeah. I got to go to work. And then it's like, (laughs) I'm thinking of a million things at once. So when someone's talking to me, it's like, my brain is like five steps forward while being 10 steps back while being, (laughs) you know, off to the side. (laughs) So it's, you know, you can't really judge people. Yes. I'm eccentric. I can be awkward, but you know, I'm pretty understanding and I try to be open-minded and I don't want to say I've been there, done that with everything. And I know I've got a lot of, uh, a lot of flack from people about, you know, certain things, Mm -hmm. describing scenes downrange and stuff. And it's like, well, when they come home, then what? That's my main point. And uh, I think that's kind of the main fall that we have, you know, we, we may not be doing you know, spitting in the soldiers' faces anymore, but it feels that way when you're trying to go to the VA and you get denied or, you know, you're trying to go up to a fellow veteran and go like, oh, you you didn't deploy? Well, you can just go F yourself and I'm going to continue drinking this beer or whatever. And you're just like, hey, I just wanted to vent to you. But okay, that's fine. And then, you know, you don't, then that person doesn't feel like they belong anywhere. And what are they going to do? Probably commit suicide. And then everyone asks me, why is everyone committing suicide? Gonna get on my chant now. I love you. You're gonna say, because vets are fucking assholes. (laughs) That too. (laughs) There Um, you go. We could add add the glossary to your website, Betsy. Mm, uh, Maybe. Uh, Maybe. uh, There's certain uh, ones that are sort of added in different books. Each glossary is for each book. If there's a just just put a big ass fucking glossary used. on there and let them search for the I might as well. <laughs> I mean, they could just ask a vet. <laughs> well, that's too hard. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and like Betsy said, I forgot like ninety eight percent of them because I don't care anymore. <laughs> yeah, that too. I do remember the phonetic alphabet though. <laughs> That is forever yes. seared into my brain. <laughs> and it drives me nuts when people are like, D as in dog. I'm like, I said no. D as in Delta. Yeah. yeah. Like I D can't. as in dog. That's like when I hear the police a scanner in, and they're like, like trying to spell out something. C as in Charlie. E as in Eve. D as in Dave. And I'm like, what the fuck? Are, what? Yeah. Like, <laughs> no. I know. <laughs> Yeah, that's not how this works. Um, but seriously, <laughs> Doctor Mayhem in chat says uh, the phonetic alphabet is like cursed to civilians. Yeah, it is. It really <laughs> is. It really is. It really is. Um, do check out uh the flight series. Either you can go to betsyrossauthor.com or you can go to smile.amazon.com make DD Farm your charity of choice while you're there, and you can purchase her books. Shameless plug. (laughs) (laughs) Two birds, one stone. (laughs) Three books. Um, (laughs) That's a promotion. We need to make that a promotion. (laughs) Oh, man. (laughs) Oh, my fucking God. Okay. So please check it out. If you have read any of the book series or you do read the book series, Leave a review. Leave some feedback. Don't be a dick. If you're going to criticize her, make sure it's constructive. Let her know what might work as far as 
a person's emotions or PTSD, whatever, because we're all different. We all experience things different and a little more feedback from you, the reader, someone who may have experienced something might help her with the book that she's writing now or future books that she has in the future. So keep that in mind when you're reading this. It's not just to help her get out there and, and let people know about the series. It's to help people that come to read it later on or yourself or whomever like it's not just about betsy okay (laughs) (laughs) but do please go purchase the books i'm begging you all right i'm begging do it for me okay don't do it for me do it for them (laughs) nobody does you need to read book two before (laughs) bo yeah that you know what if you can read all three books and prove it by answering a quiz from betsy I'll give you a DV radio shirt out of my own pocket. How's that? There you go. That'll motivate your asses because you all want free <laughs> shit. <laughs> well, Bo, I will say you are one book ahead of me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, good to be. Well, I've read all three Betsy, and I'm waiting on number four, so. (laughs) Okay, good. Good. At least I got one fan. I'm not saying I'm not a fan. (laughs) I just don't have the energy to read with all this fucking school shit I'm reading. I don't know how you have the will to write if you're in school, but you got to write every day anyway. It, it's it's yes, her venting. It does slow the process. <laughs> it, it, it's it's the way she vents. <laughs> but oh, I man. but I do feel her pain about the whole thinking about so many things at once because we've talked about this. We've talked about a lot of stuff, me and Betsy. Yes. But I like, feel like that's why most of us can't sleep. Like I can't sleep unless the TV is on. Yeah, I can't either. I have but to have some type that. of noise. Have to have Grant, some, has to be more than right. a fan. <laughs> right. And the noise is so I don't think. Yeah. And I, and I don't have it like super loud. I have it enough where I can hear mm-hmm. the voices. You know what I mean? Like. Oh, no. See, I can't do that because if I can hear the voices, I need to know what they're saying. <laughs> I have to know what they're saying. Otherwise, I'm just laying in bed trying to figure out what the fuck they're talking about. Google, dear, that's called schizophrenic. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Oh, there you have it. Woo! (laughs) (laughs) If I'm going to hear the voices, I need to hear what they say. You heard it here first, folks. I hate it when the voices in my head whisper. <laughs> I think they're talking about me. When DV6 dies, we know what happened. Google heard the voices too loudly. Of course, you can never see it coming. <laughs> Holy shit. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. Yep. I gotta stop laughing. My back is really hurting right now. <laughs> <laughs> Between COVID storm and, and this and <laughs> I know. 
Okay. Do you think you can do your three articles in 15 minutes? Yeah, because I only have or four. <laughs> do you think you can do your three articles in 15 minutes? Yeah, I've got four. <laughs> go, go for it. So there you go. Um, the first headline, when I heard this, I'm like, Jesus Christ. Here's why you shouldn't urinate in the shower. <laughs> <laughs> Athletes, please? I don't know. It might not be easy to admit, but a lot of people apparently pee in the shower. In fact, a 2020 survey by Showers to You found that 76% of people let loose in the cubicle. I'm like, who the fuck did a survey of this? <laughs> All right. <laughs> However, pelvic floor therapist... Dr. Alicia Jeffrey Thomas says that showers aren't the place to pee for legitimate health reasons. Um, you ready for this? No. Dr. Jeffrey, Dr. Jeffrey Thomas, who has a doctorate in physical therapy, told her 400,000 TikTok followers back in April that there are two main reasons urinating in the shower isn't a good idea. She explained that the first reason applies to everyone and cited the famous Pavlov's dog experiment in which dogs were conditioned to associate various stimuli with getting food and so would salivate at the sound or sight of them alone instead of the food. Basically saying, if you pee in the shower, then you associate water with peeing. Um, our bodies do that automatically. <laughs> I mean I didn't wake up one day and go hey I've got to pee I think I'll get in the shower to motivate me to pee no water just automatically made me go I gotta piss like if you if you suffer with pelvic floor dysfunction where controlling your bladder is an issue this could lead to bladder leaks triggered by the sound of running water I'm like what? Like you said, right. Like you said, Bo, I'm not getting up in the morning to turn yeah. on the shower to pee. I mean, oh, okay. Man. I'm not trying to be mean or anything, but unless you've had a baby, you're not that susceptible to having bladder wings <laughs> out of nowhere. I mean, oh man! Unless you have a medical condition, I'm pretty sure bladder leaks when you hear water isn't a thing. Unless you just have a problem. <laughs> no, but when your tank touches cold water, I pee a little bit. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> oh man! Um, the other reason is similar to the just in case peeing. Um, <laughs> Regularly being just in case essentially encourages the bladder to empty at much lower levels than needed. Hovering over the toilet, similar to standing in the shower, means muscles won't be relaxed and, and the continence mechanism has to again be pushed past and messed with. So wait, no who, being in wait, the shower, people. Wait, who hovers <laughs> over a toilet seat? <laughs> Unless you're in like in a public restroom, yeah. Who the fuck hovers over a toilet seat? Last time oh, I checked, man. unless you're in India who doesn't have fucking toilets and you literally squat over a hole in the ground, or in a public restroom in the middle of bumfucked Egypt that probably looks like it was better suited for post nuclear war, 
Who the hell is hovering over a toilet seat? I know, right? <laughs> so there you go. Don't pee in the shower because one, you might pee too much, and two, you might pee too much. So what about that prank where you put your friend's hand in warm water while they're sleeping in the pee themselves? Like, <laughs> so 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 they condition themselves to piss when their hand is put in warm water. Is that what you're telling me? That's kind of what she's saying. Yep. Christ, the logic of these people. Moving along. And somebody paid for that. Jesus. (laughs) (laughs) I know. (laughs) Millions of dollars. No lie. I guarantee it. Oh, my goodness. All right. Moving along. Eating one hot dog claims 35 minutes off your life. As a study suggests. Definitely (laughs) fucking dead. I think all of us here are. Especially what about the hot dog oh, eating champion? That motherfucker should have been dead right. six years ago. <laughs> right? If you now, up- peanut butter and jelly sandwiches were associated with an increase of 33 minutes. So I guess it offsets. Well, I guess that's why kids live long lives. Because if you grew up <laughs> before the 2000s, you ate nothing but cold hot dogs and peanut butter sandwiches. Oh, my goodness. It's crazy. Jesus um, Christ. Yeah, they did a study. Researchers released a nutritional index aiming to inform guidelines and help Americans achieve healthier and more environmentally stable diets. No, I don't. I don't. The index ranked foods by minutes gained or lost off healthy life per serving with processed meat and sugary drinks among the biggest offenders. How many years and how many people? I don't think there are any. Well, I'd have to know to know if this is anywhere near legitimate. <laughs> I know. If it's Researchers not- found that consuming one eighty-five gram serving of chicken wings translated to three point three minutes of life lost. So basically, don't eat anything, and you'll live long and healthy life. That's basically what they're saying. Because everything you yeah, put right. in your mouth and eat essentially takes minutes off your life. <laughs> I mean, just me talking about this article is taking minutes off my life. Right? <laughs> Imagine the millions of dollars it took to do the study and people that didn't get to enjoy that millions of dollars that are now I dead. <laughs> I know. I'll it's laugh, crazy. But it's true. Here's here's the first comment on this article. There is a lot of hot dog eating going on in Europe. The life expectancy in Austria and Germany is higher than it is in the U.S. These researchers are quite literally making it up. <laughs> oh, well, I also want to know what kind of I want to know what kind of hot dog they even tested. Like, was it ballpark Franks? Was it Oscar Mayer? Was it some cheap shit on the bottom shelf? Like. Bratwurst, like what kind of hot dog? If we're talking hot dog, it really doesn't. I mean, you see what I'm saying? Because all hot dogs are not made equal, just like people. We're not made equal. (laughs) I know, right? Different shapes, sizes, and colors and flavors. The food it says the hold on. The food studied ranged from 74 minutes lost to 80 minutes gained per serving of hot dogs. 
Well, no. Then it says sugary drinks, hot dogs, burgers, and breakfast sandwiches were linked with most minutes of healthy life lost. Whereas fruits, non-starchy and mixed mixed vegetables, ready-to-eat cereals, and cooked grains were associated with the largest gains. I mean, that's kind of common sense. One is healthy, one the other is not. Yeah, I mean, anything processed is bad for you. That's just <laughs> right? fucking, so, like, again, well, burgers, I don't understand because you can get well. Well, that's what I'm saying. Meat. What kind of meat did they fucking test? Did they test off the ranch? Did they test, you know, processed meats? Like, what did you test? You can't tell me. Oh, hamburgers take life off uh, minutes off your life because. Without telling me exactly what kind of meat you fucking tested. It's impossible. There's there's good beef and there's bad beef. Yeah, right? Just like there's good hot dog wieners and there's bad hot dog wieners. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. There's I'll good research and me. bad research. Apparently. Right? <laughs> exactly. The study published in the journal... Uh, it's 14 pages. That's way too long. Yeah, I'm not reading that shit. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck that. Oh my God. <laughs> I'll, I'll That's only 100. <laughs> and you couldn't read that. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's different reading. It's different reading. <laughs> totally different. Reading is reading a study is boring. It, it depends on the study. Oh, yes. <laughs> it depends on the study, though, right? Like, there's some studies that I'm like, oh, dude, that is so fucking wicked. And there's others that I'm like, yeah, I'm done within the first two sentences. <laughs> like, <laughs> yes. Yes. No. No. Reading studies <laughs> is boring. <laughs> I've read a lot of studies. I have, I've had to write papers on studies. Yeah, but your oh, studies, yes. <laughs> your studies came from professors who couldn't even do fucking basic core math. <laughs> Oh my goodness. All right. Um, moving along. Here, we'll go with Oink's story, I think. And then we'll round off with the other one. Okay. Man dies after having sex using epoxy adhesive instead of a condom. <sighs> I don't know, like, where you would even get that idea from. We talk about flexibility all the time. <laughs> Police say a man may have died, may have, that's different from the headline, may mm -hmm. have died after using a high-powered epoxy resin to seal his private parts during intercourse to ensure protection from pregnancy. What? Wait, I'm confused. I am too. So he... <laughs> So he did not want to get his ex pregnant, mm -hmm. is what I'm hearing. Um, a so, police. <laughs> so what did he do? Use five minute epoxy? Like what did he use? I mean, it, it just says high powered, so I don't know. High power. Industrial strength. Got to run under my toolbox here, honey. Hold on a second. Heaven right? forbid, or another damn liquor store grab me a condom. I mean, heaven forbid that. Look beside the JB oh, Well. Oh my God. 
Well, they decided to take some drugs and then decided to have sex. So maybe they didn't think about this. Oh, obviously a lot of thought did not go through at all. Since they did not have any protection, they decided to apply the adhesive on his private parts to ensure that she does not get pregnant. I just... The guy died due to multiple organ failure. I wonder why. Well, yes. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Then Betsy, well, yes. (laughs) I don't know. If you're 25 years old and you don't know that this is a bad idea, I don't want to say it. (laughs) It probably shouldn't be mating in the first fucking place then. (laughs) I'm just saying. Natural selection. Exactly. Oh, man. And he was selected to not continue living. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. This is kind. Of, and how is it his ex if he died? Well, it's still not his current. He's not around. Right. But then I don't, that's confusing too. He's dead. So she's, they technically didn't break up in that sense. All right. Final story of the evening. Um, TikTok's milk crate challenge is the latest dumb way to injure yourself. Oh, it's not dumb. It's retarded. So so the whole point is to stack milk crates as high as you can and then climb them like a staircase. Still not as bad as eating Tide Pods and condoms. I know, but still... Or using a vacuum cleaner for your period. Each crate is balanced halfway over the next ascending and then descending in a triangle shape. And while the result looked something like a scene from a Super Mario game, there were also face plants and probably some broken bones as a result. So some of these videos were actually kind of funny. I'm sorry, but... The one guy with the mask was pretty hilarious because I'm like, why the fuck are you wearing a mask outside by yourself doing a stupid ass fucking challenge? I just seen one and I was like, oh, he's a dumbass, And he fell flat on his face on the top of the milk crate. So I was like, yeah. And then there's a, a guy that has either he's paraplegic or something. I know I didn't see any legs, so I don't know. If, I can't remember if he had his arms or not. But he does it, and he falls flat on his face. I was like, oh, yeah, that's fucking hilarious. Like, There's this idiot in fucking high heels doing it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Yep. Um, selection. Here you go. <laughs> Dr. Anthony did say, uh, Dr. Anthony, not Fauci, the guy. It's Dr. Sean <laughs> Anthony, Anthony. I know, right? Dr. Sean Anthony, an orthopedic surgeon specializing in sports medicine at Mount Sinai, um, so, like heard about this. And he was like, yeah, it could be difficult to find treatment for injuries sustained while participating in the challenge as emergency rooms across the country are once again filling up with COVID cases as the Delta very rapidly spreads nationwide. I'm like, why the fuck are they walking on milk crates anyway? Yeah, milk crates aren't like those things at the gym. Um, I can't think of what they're called. The steppers? Yeah, the thing where you jump up on and you keep stacking them. Right. No, I know. It it used to be called like, um, I forgot what, I think it was called Olympian jump, I think is what, or Olympian hop when I was younger. And you tried, you tried to see how many 
how high you could jump on how like like you had the one on the bottom right and then you stacked them and seen how high you could jump from a, a standing jump but this is yeah. not the same thing this is milk <laughs> crates they weren't made for that i know if you've ever seen anybody it's sit on crazy. one you see how much they don't hold their shape yeah that's 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 not a good idea six rigging uses milk crates for like he'll well, he'll stand on one to like oh. reach into the truck if he needs to. One, well, not that's like different. That, one. Yeah, that's different. Yeah, I mean, I thought he was like six yeah. foot two. That's all always what he's bragging about. How tall he is? I'm like, dude, no, you're not. Like, <laughs> I know. I don't know where he's coming up with that shit. He's like, I'm, I'm five, five, nine and a half, and I'm like, no, you're not, dude. Like, maybe with your boots on, like. <laughs> Who has to talk to his doctor? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right? Oh, God. Those TBIs. <laughs> that is all the stupid news that I have this evening. Out fucking standing in the rain. <laughs> um, so let's go down the list. Uh, Betsy, any uh, last words for our listeners this evening? Um... Now that you ask, my mind is blank, so I guess not. <laughs> God, Google's already rubbed off on you. Because <laughs> every time I ask her, I don't know. <laughs> we usually have a lot to say, but now that you've asked, no. The same with know. Google for the past six about years. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god I think I got paint in my hair I don't want to know I don't want to know I was painting the fence today How the fuck do you get paint in your hair From painting a fence Like that that's something a child does I can understand a child But a grown ass woman like That's like watching a commercial And they've got paint all over their face And shit I'm like how the fuck did you do that From painting a wall Like I paint miniatures for a living and don't make that big of a mess. Like, well, fuck. I'm pretty sure I got paint in my hair. Jesus Christ. Oh my oh god. Oh my god. So Betsy, are you sure you have nothing to end the show with? Uh I'd probably advise everyone to keep good and keep fighting the good fight because everyone's fighting something, especially with the world, the way it is, you know, you just never know what someone is enduring, what they're facing. Cause honestly, even if someone's laughing and always giggling or whatever, they could be um, having to face something either all by themselves or facing a pretty big obstacle in their life. So you just never know. So you can't always assume. So um, if that is you and you just really can't get yourself to talk about it, just just keep fighting. Keep fighting till another day. I'm going to pull a Dr. Drew. Google, how does that make you feel? <laughs> I mean, I'm trying to figure out if I paint in my hair. So. Oh, my God. <laughs> 
see obstacle she's facing. She has to figure it out. The pain out of her hair. I'm pretty sure I do. Only uh, because of how like stuck my hair is. Normally, together. I would uh, suggest acetone or thinner, but since it's in your hair, I don't <laughs> <laughs> suggest either. Not the first time. Um, any last words? Yeah, although, Google. although I was gonna say, Betsy Ross brings up a good point because there's times that like I'll be in the house and I'll be like super depressed, and if I have to go to the store, I'm like, well, time to put my happy face on. Yep. I actually made a story about wearing masks and it's about a woman who uh, she goes to work and she's happy, this, that, and the other, but behind closed doors, she's literally beaten and all and this, that, and the other. Yeah. You never know what somebody's going through. Never met it. It's, it's like social media. We all try to put on this happy go lucky life on social media. And I'll tell you now, 90% of the people that I know do not live a happy life <laughs> at all. Like, I, I say that, but what I mean by that is that they have a lot of things going on. Um, and they hide it by trying to feel better with what they post. You know what I mean? They post happy family pics and, and I put on makeup today and I look pretty and, and things like that. And I'm not shooting none of that down, but just because it looks good on the outside doesn't mean that it's perfect on the inside. Yep. But Google last words. <laughs> or was that your last words? Yeah, I guess. I don't know. Like, cause now I'm thinking about, Tuesday again. <laughs> I gotta take the dog to the vet. <laughs> See, I'm already like six. Will wake up tomorrow morning. He'll ask me what's for dinner or what I want for dinner. I'll be like, I don't know. But here I'm thinking about Tuesday and how Storm is gonna react at the vet. You know what gets me about that? So DB6 <laughs> does that to you, but I'll ask my mom at like one or two o'clock in the afternoon. Do you know what you're doing for supper? Because I sort of have to know with everything that's wrong with me. I have to sort of know. And when right. Six is here, he's like, why are you asking her so early? It's not even four o'clock yet. And I'm like, dude, you literally do it before breakfast time to your wife. Right. <laughs> like, he'll, wake, he'll wake me up. I'll come downstairs, sit on the couch have my, with my coffee. I'll be halfway through my cigarette. And he's in the freezer. What do you want for dinner? I'm like, what? I'm like, I geez, I'm not even dressed. Right. Like, I woke up five minutes ago. I'm still dreaming. Leave me alone. <laughs> no, I will say when he's when he's not here and it's up to me to make dinner at like five o'clock in the afternoon, I'm like, shit, I think I need to go to the store to get something for dinner. <laughs> or I have pizza rolls. Oh my god. Oh, my God. I know. All right. All right. Oink. Maybe that should be it. Eat regular food. Eat regular food. So you don't <laughs> lose minutes off of your life. Yeah. No hot dogs, though. God damn it. No hot dogs. I'm not saying don't have hot dogs because it's regular food. <laughs> regular food. It might not be real food, as Six mm -hmm. would say. 
<laughs> we had a real meal today. <laughs> I'm like, I hate real food yesterday too, just because it was burgers and fries. <laughs> yeah, right. It's yeah. any less yeah. real. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> It filled me up. I'm still alive. <laughs> it wasn't cyanide. I think I'm all right. It was real. <laughs> it was not etou brute. <laughs> Oink. Uh, first of all, I want to thank Betsy for coming on with us tonight, as well as Google for returning for you know your hiatus. But uh, <laughs> tonight, tonight was great. We actually laughed a little bit, and I hope everybody else did too. And uh, since Frosty's not here. Uh, we got to check on him, but uh, check on your brothers and sisters. Make sure they're doing well. And if you guys need to reach out, reach out. I've checked to zero. Um, you know, t- battles in distress, 22 until none. There's tons of folks out there that care. So, in light of the shit that's going on right now, check on your battle buddies. Definitely. Yes. Um, although I do do a lot with resin and epoxy, I've never used epoxy as a condom. And I do not suggest that you do it either. As made, you know, noticeable by the article that Google read earlier <laughs> ever yeah. in your life. Don't do it. Don't, don't do it. I don't care how high you are. I don't care how drunk you are. Epoxy is not a good condom. <laughs> Lord. Oh my God. I can't believe that. That's a thing. Well, I no, I can't. I can't like, and it just gets dumber. Yep. <laughs> Don't forget dvfarm.org. You can donate there. Uh, you can do it once or you can do it monthly. If you do it once, you do not have to have a PayPal account. If you do it monthly, you must have a PayPal account. All you have to do is click on the donate tab and you can do that through there. Or you can go to smile.amazon.com and dvfarm your charity of choice. A portion of your shopping cart purchase goes directly to the DV Farm. No hidden fees or extra cost. Again, that's smile.amazon.com and dvfarm your charity of choice. If you want to help support and keep DV Radio going, you can go over to dvradio.net and go to the store. Or you can go to dvradio.store if you know how to type it in and make it go through the little high-risk security thing, which is stupid because it's stupid. It just, I don't know. It's it's stupid. Anyway, um, things are slowly disappearing from there because nobody seems to want to buy it until it's gone. And they just want it for free. So I'm going to take it away. Uh, we will have bare minimum stuff on there for DV Radio, uh, as well as we'll continue the DV Farm Road to Recovery, DV Against DV, and PTS Dog stuff will still be available. Uh, all other stuff DV related, DV Radio related, will start going slowly, start disappearing. All right. Uh, you can also go to patreon.com forward slash DV Radio and become a Patreon member. Uh, no, there has not been any pre shows in a while, and I do apologize for that. We're trying to figure out something to do for all Patreon members. Uh, just please give us a little more time. I do apologize. Everything that's been happening over the past few months and everything is just, please give us some time. If you have a show that you won't hear on DV radio, if you want to start a show here on DV radio, if you're an independent musician, you can email us at info at DV radio.net, oink at DV radio.net or frosty at DV radio.net. And for independent musicians, there is a submission forum here on dvradio.net that you can fill out and get back to us after we get back to you because everybody that I got back to never responded back except for one, two, excuse me. All right. That's how that works. Um, I think that's it for Miss Betsy Ross, Miss Google and the pig man himself. Oink, I'm Bonerwood. You just heard Barrett's talk right here on WDVRDVRadio.net. 
Until next week, Flat Circles. Bye-bye. Hit us up on Facebook and Twitter. Radio.